welcome to the hashtag CJUSD Chats podcast, where we discuss all the great things CJUSD has to offer. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the hashtag CJUSD Chats podcast. We are so excited to be here. I'm Lynette White, your communication specialist from Colton Joint Unified School District. I am Nairi Clark, curriculum program specialist, EdTech PK6. And I'm Jamal Boyce, Chief Technology Officer for CJUSD. Awesome. So in this episode of Hashtag CJUSD Chats, we'll be introducing you all to the CJUSD Chats vision and how you can get involved later. For those of you who are viewing, you can see we're a work in progress, uh, but it'll be very cool as you see the transition and the progression of this room. Absolutely. This will be an opportunity for you guys to give us some healthy feedback as well as what you'd like to see in this room. Please do. Uh, <laughs> but before we get started, let's start with some important issues. Do you prefer sweet or salty snacks? <laughs> Can I say sweet and salty? That's so, what I that's what I like. Ooh. A little bit it depends on my mood that day. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say predominantly sweet. Like I will hammer the desserts, but again, like you go to Chicago, you get the popcorn, oh, right? Caramel, right? and salty. So, yep. So uh, I would agree with Nairi, but I also just like sweets in general. So Snickers bar, M and M's. So yeah, I got a sweet tooth in my dental uh, bills. <laughs> I love it. All right. So next question: Mac or PC? Mac all the way. I don't know what a PC is anymore. Um, for all you listeners, you don't see this table of three mats sitting here. So, yep, <laughs> Mac, Mac, Mac for me too. And we also have a series of iPhones as well. So we like the whole <laughs> ecosystem for those who cannot visually see what we And last but not least, cake or pie? I'm going to be difficult and say cheesecake. Is that, does that count as cake? Yes. <laughs> yes. Cheesecake. Cheesecake Factory is yes. my favorite. So um, I consider that my favorite food. So I have to say cheesecake as well. There we go. Uh, so my favorite cake I have my mom make is pineapple upside down cake. And that is my favorite cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. Ah. But I do love peach cobbler too. So like I said, I love all types of sweets. So. <laughs> I love okay, it. awesome. Thanks for playing. So first off, let's start with a little bit about Colton Joint Unified School District. CJUSD is located in San Bernardino County in Southern California. And fun fact, San Bernardino County is the largest county in the United States. We serve about 22,000 students at 28 sites, but this is geographically one of the biggest districts I have ever seen. Um, we have schools from Colton to Bloomington to Grand Terrace to Fontana. So if you're counting, that's several cities. That's four <laughs> cities for one district. Yes. And now that you know where we are, let's talk about hashtag CJUSD chats and what does that mean for each of us? Nairi, being that you are the CJUSD vet, <laughs> let's start with you. Well, I will say, yep, veteran as in I've been here for 24 years, so grew up in Rialto and work in Colton. So for me, I feel hometown. This is all relatable. And for me, CJUSD Chats is just an opportunity to have conversations, small conversations within our community where we can have um, those discussions about what um, 
what this um, what this city means to us, like the respect for it, how our diverse um, voices can be heard and amplified and honored within this district. And I'd have to say, Lynette, you being here has been an example of really doing that through social media. Um, so our social media is off the chain. We know that it is. it has been great being able to see like um, our custodians, being able to see our students, being able to see our teachers um, amplified there. But this podcast, that was a that was a good brainchild of yours to be able to um, actually hear those people. You know, we've seen them, but now to hear them, that brings that extra layer of humanity, of, of real people, you know. So I, I applaud you for that. And I appreciate that we have another way of accessing the people that live here. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, it gives the opportunity for those voices that are, are typically unheard mm-hmm. uh, to to channel that through this medium. Um, because even before coming on board here, I got to do a speech at a conference, and it resonated with a lot of people mm-hmm. from an IT perspective. Because sometimes people feel like we're robotic and we don't have human layers, mm-hmm. and I. Got to just peel this uh, many layers to show that we are real, that we are genuine, genuine and coming to Colton since I've been here approximately five to six months. I didn't, I didn't know what the student voices were. I didn't hear anything. And I feel like mm-hmm. your voice is the best way basically to show what are your needs or what are the issues that we need to address as a leader. So I want to be able to impact lives by hearing their lives, but also I can also share my story so they can relate to it as well. So I feel CJUSD Chats provides that opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome. And for me, it's a lot of the same of what the both of you have said. Mm -hmm. Um, We really thought of this together. Mm -hmm. We all kind of thought of it in different ways, but it became one great baby that we now have. (laughs) And... um, Just bringing student voice to Colton Joint Unified, the whole reason that we're here is for the students. So why not provide a space for them to learn something cool, something that they're going to use in the future? And really, if we're telling the story of Colton, how can we tell the story of Colton without our students and our staff? So Mm -hmm. this is a great place to do this. I'm very excited that both of you guys are on board and we couldn't do it without the three of us. So. Yeah. yeah, and then this is a space that we want to create just to hear diverse voices where it's safe um, and where we can empower uh, student and staff voices within the CJUSD community, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'd have to say that with looking at each of our different perspectives, our different lenses of what student voice looks like uh, for CJUSD, for me being a curriculum program specialist, what all that means is that I help support teachers, I help support the staff, and I help support students. And in looking at that, I'll tell you a quick story about um, what technology can do to help with that. We had a student that was selective mute. So she chose when she uh, would speak or not. And for the most time, the students did not hear her voice at all. So did not know her thoughts, her feelings. Then we gave her a Chromebook and we showed her how to code. And she coded dialogue in this fifth grade class. And then with Flipgrid, she actually spoke and said a sentence and the whole class just stopped because the technology actually allowed her to have that conversation. She felt safe in that space and she was able to share her thoughts and feelings and it, it just 
it just tore us all up. You know, we were so happy that we were able to allow some access for her to do that. And again, you, of course, we're meeting student needs. So we're helping writing standards. She's reading. She's doing all those things. But the most powerful thing was that the technology allowed for her to actually bring in and share who she was with the class. And then they got to know her on a deeper level. And um, so for me, student voice looks like that for students. That's incredible. It's incredibly impacting. Mm-hmm. That's just it's great. So for me, where I come from in the communications world, student voice is just seeing what students are all about, hearing them tell their stories, share their CJUSD experience. Um, It's a good way for not only the community to get to know them, but also for leadership to get to know the students and their needs, their wants. What, what, What is it that our students are here for? So that's, this is a good space for that. We're, I'm so excited. Yeah, and me just being an introvert at heart, I still feel like we have voices too. And um, yeah, because typically you always have a little bit weight, whether it's the valedictorian or mm-hmm. just a manager leading, but other people have valid voices and I, they have weight to them. And I think just coming from a department where we focus on customer service and leading with empathy, you need to hear and understand what the, the, the students are dealing with because the students and both staff dealt with a lot these past few years. And it's it would be good just to hear what, and have that safe space as was mentioned so that they have the opportunity to share it out without any fear, without mm-hmm. any blowback. And just they can, we want them to continue that path just moving forward in life to be open and honest about what they're dealing with. And that it builds a better community overall. Definitely. After listening to those student voices, it really impacts you and shows you the importance of being able to allow that access for students to share, share what they're learning, share how they're feeling and experiencing. And um, being able to have this podcast, that is, I feel like that's going to be another huge avenue for students to, to be able to share. I know that people, that students as well as people, we all receive information differently. So there are some people that are very visual, but listening is a skill. You know, listening is a skill. And that's something that I think could be underdeveloped many times. And are we listening to understand? Are we just listening to have a response to something? And many of us, even at this table, we listen to podcasts on the way to work, on commutes. I know I do. And that has been some of my best um access of information, you know, so I think this, again, allows another uh, accessibility for students Mm -hmm. for them not only to to share what they're knowing, but also to just tap into what's out there. So I agree with that, because one of the biggest skills that I have in my job is being comfortable on camera, Mm -hmm. being able to listen to myself, see myself. So for a student to develop those skills so early, Uh, we're, I mean, this is going to be incredible for them going forward in the future. I know I didn't have a class like that in high school. Sure. You maybe had a speech class, but the expectations were not as high as, you know, recording yourself, uploading it to the Internet where everybody lives. So the fact that they'll get experience doing that makes my little social media heart very happy. <laughs> no, and I think it's just power and just being open and vulnerable and being in um, situations where you're not normal and just revealing those flaws because I've known from experience it resonates with my team mm-hmm. and, and my family like because we don't have perfect lives and it's unfortunate 
we put on these facades on social media, like everything is okay when mm-hmm. in actuality is not. So um, I think the, the, the students, I hope the students will see the impact and they get feedback from their peers and even parents are, are, and, and teachers. Like, I really didn't know that. I didn't mm-hmm. see it from that lens. Mm-hmm. And that it, it impact and change the way they teach as well. So um, I just feel it's a lot of power and just us communicating, just being open, even mental health. Like it, you can't bottle all this stuff in mm-hmm. and just having this outlet in this form to to release some of this that we're dealing with, I think it benefits the, the community as a whole. Each episode will feature our own CJUSD students discussing what student voice means to them. So when we asked, what's the student voice mean to you? Here is what they said. The student voice means to me, it means leadership, um, kindness, positivity, and that's it. Um, it's important to share your experiences with others for others to get to know you. And if you do have a problem, instead of someone saying something to you and it being quite offensive, they know your problem. So they can probably help you in any way if they could or try to help you with that problem. You can also share experiences to get to know other people, new people or old people, or just to reconnect with someone. So before we close, let's get into our Fast Five. So let's start off, what's your favorite app? That's super hard. My favorite app is Hootsuite because it's where I schedule all my social media posts and it allows me to schedule things out and still go do other stuff. Okay. So right now I have been in love with Wakelet. Wakelet is a resource that teachers and students can use, but for curation, it is just second to none. So many ways to, um, yeah, Wakelet is amazing. Put, put all your resources in. I love that. Uh, you guys are focused on work too much. I, <laughs> my app is YouTube, but I'm addicted to it. I take it to the shower. I put it beside the glass screen so I can listen and review certain things. But I, uh, I like YouTube just looking at the short content and long content. And the, even podcasts that are video as well. So. so now let's transition. So what is the favorite song that puts you in a good mood? For me, it's Love on Top by Beyonce, because Queen B is all the things for me. But Love on Top, I mean, how can you be sad listening to that? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to pick one that everyone will have to Google. You will Google (laughs) this one because this song is a 70s song. And it's Tina Marie and it's Square Biz. And every time I listen to it, oh, it that's just, a, I know it that makes one. My heart happy. <laughs> I love it. Old so Google it, people. Whatever. Google it. And for me, what I've seen, I've been listening to a lot of 90s uh, hip hop and um, Spotify, but the one that always gets me is. Uh, Arrested Development, Everyday People. So that's my yes. song. Um, so what is one tip you you guys can offer to our listeners that you can think of at this point in time? For me, one tip that I'd offer to the listeners is it's okay to not know something. Yes. Ooh, it's like okay that. to not know something. Um, I would say my tip would be it's okay to take your time. 
Like you don't have to be in a rush. That's you a can, great one. It's okay for you to think about it. Like you don't have to respond in the moment. Tell tell someone you can you need That's some time to process. Super useful for text messaging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Take a break. Don't learn that too late, people. Young children. I had to I I'm just embracing it. So yeah, take your time. Uh, I think just to piggyback off that, and to some extent, is just uh, you can't save the world, so don't put all that stress upon you. Mm-hmm. I know, as far as from the IT lens, I was burning the midnight hour trying to write emails, save, save the world, mm-hmm. distribute laptops. Then I'm like, it was still issues the next day, so <laughs> they were never gonna go away. And so you should need to focus on your own health and your family's mm-hmm. health. If you want to be there long term. So that's, that's a good one. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. All right. So now let's go to something lighter. If you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? For me, that would be some savory pasta. I would eat my way through Italy any moment. <laughs> so, yeah, any kind of pasta, just pasta, noodles, sauce, yum. I will take your pasta and add lobster. So I love lobster. So um, when I got to travel um, East Coast, it was like every place we went, I was like, what do you have? Where's lobster? I'll take lobster mac, lobster sandwich. Oh, lobster Lobster. mac is where it's at. So that that is my baby, but I love your pasta and I'll just add that to it. Um, one thing I'm addicted, I like all types of food, but I love uh, Thai, uh, the pineapple fried rice with chicken, so I can just eat tons of that. I love carbs, so I love pasta, <laughs> I love lobster, so I, I'll take all three for sure. Uh, if you could travel anywhere out in the, anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? I would love to go to Fiji. Mm-hmm. I'm staying in one of those overwater yes. huts. Yes. And just forget about the world, even though I love social media. I would love to leave my phone somewhere else (laughs) and be in an overwater hut. And if I don't go on the girl trip with you, (laughs) (laughs) me as well. Right? We'll take our podcast on the road. We'll be in Fiji. (laughs) I would also like to see the um, Northern Lights. So I've been able to go to all 50 states. So we've done that. I've been to Europe. I've been to islands um, with my son. So we like to travel, but we have never seen the Northern Lights. So I would love to see that, to just be able to to really be there. And I want to do it on a cruise because fun fact, uh, youngins, um, I don't want to stay in a hut in in the snow. I want to hide (laughs) on a nice nice room and uh, you can go to Iceland. You can take a cruise. So I'm, I'm starting to do the homework on it. And take my time and find the homework to 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 get myself there. But Northern Lights, nice. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Me is uh, I like white sandy beaches and mm. clear water. So any tropical place. I've been to a few, whether it's Puerto Rico or Bora Bora. But so that's why I said Fiji. I can yes. connect to that. So I mean, it was warm could this weather. be a travel podcast yeah. too? Let's see, we'll see if we can get it approved. Dr. <laughs> and lastly, what is your favorite hobby? Mm, I'm thinking of one. I'll just start. Off. I yeah, like I basketball, but okay. I do just been in technology. I love uh, multimedia, so I love whether it's podcasting or playing around with beats or trying to rap on a beat or I just love multimedia and just acting the fool sometimes, even though you wouldn't get that vibe from me, but uh, 
That's what <laughs> so what you're saying is on one of the next episodes you're gonna rap. That's what he's saying, right? I, I think everyone just heard that. Raps and gifts. <laughs> that was a dad joke for us. I love that. For me, my favorite hobby would probably be hanging out with my family. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy hanging out with my family. We're a crazy sports family. The house is extremely divided because I'm a Yankees fan and there are Angels fans because they don't like teams that win. So, (laughs) but we spend a lot of time with sports. So that's that's my Um, hobby. Awesome. Us too. So we're a football family, but um, so hence the traveling, traveling all the time, going to all those things. But you know, I like to still bowl. I love bowling. I used to, there were bowling leagues, people. There used to be bowling leagues back in the day. And skating um, leagues. And skating leagues. So I, I love that downtime of just being able to, yeah. you know, hang out, have that conversation, and uh, and throw the ball as hard as you can, you know, like right? get out some aggression. So bowling, I want to bring that back. Let's bring back bowling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, awesome job with the Fast Five. Thank you for listening to our listeners and tune in for the next episode where we will have a very special guest. Um, And please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CJUSD Chats Podcast. Deuces. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here, everyone. See you soon.